More Bulls Beat Now. Once again, here's Derek Sharp. And we will most definitely be keeping an eye on what's going on with volleyball at FAU Thursday as well. They start at 6, they play again Friday at 2, winning just one of those two matches. And it won't be easy. We'll give the Bulls the AAC East Division Championship. They're a game up on FAU and they play them twice. So beat them once and you're no worse than tied pending the outcomes of the regular season finale. By the way, the Bulls are at home next Wednesday at 1230 against Rice. But beat FAU once, you no worse finish tie with them. Also, one win against FAU keeps you no worse than tie with East Carolina. And guess what? Even if it's a three-way tie, the Bulls would, by my understanding, have the tiebreaker for the division championship. And possible postseason appearance in the NIVC. Now, the chances of that aren't as great as I thought they were, but we'll explain why. Let's not worry about that until after you hear from the two outstanding individuals. Maria Andrade, two weeks ago, was the Conference Player of the Week was on the weekly honor roll for her continued stellar performance. A career-high 26 kills in Thursday's win against East Carolina. Only 22. Why was she not player of the week? You know what? I'm not going to complain because Tulsa's Gailey Cassidy is unbelievable. She had 28 kills alone against Memphis. And Buse Hazan of the Bulls and Maria Andrade are second and third in the conference in kills, which is great. But first, by a margin, is Cassidy from Tulsa. She has 540 then it's a drop-off to 379 for Busse. Now, she's played in a couple more matches, but yeah, Cassidy is good. So is Busse, so is Maria. We'll start off with the latter, who is quite a treat to talk to always. And listen to her phrase about butterflies in the stomach and roller coasters especially, which I enjoyed. Pleasure to be joined by Maria Andrade, who has been so great. The team has been so great. And I know there's so much more to accomplish, but let's reflect on what you guys to this point have accomplished. Yeah. It's been pretty special. Would you agree? I agree 100%. In 10 years, that is the best we can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One thing that I've noticed before we get to your play, the team itself, you know, I think it was important to get wins in some of those close matches. And now, where maybe in past years you get close and it's like, oh, we'll see how it goes. Now you expect to win. Is that right? How does that feel? Well, I think expect to win is a hard word. Mm. We cannot say that. If you go to a game expecting to win, you're not going to bring your best. I think we we expect to give everything, our 100%, and win is a consequence of our hard work. I like that. I like yeah. that. And a lot of the hard work uh, I see you guys put in in practice. Um, but specifically, it seems like your execution has been very clean in all of those important points and that you don't get nervous. So would you agree with the execution part? And do you guys still get nervous? You should be used to yeah. it by now. Well, I... I still, I play volleyball since my 12, I have 19 right now, and I still get nervous. When I enter in the court, I feel that butterfly in my stomach, and um, I try to warm up a little, but always the first ball makes me, oh, it's really, I, I really like it. Looks that I'm in the roller coasters, you know, when you go down and you feel that, it's the same feeling. But at the end of a good roller coaster ride, you feel happy. So yes. is that how we're feeling? How would you describe yes. the feeling with the team these days? I think it's happiness, um, proud of ourselves. Um, we're doing way better than the best of the years, but we need to keep pushing ourselves. And it's here in the practice that we build our work and confidence. Um, and there's been a lot of big wins, but let me just talk about the last one because it was incredible. I mean, yeah. you know, 31-29 in the fourth, match point against all that, you know, five sets. Uh, but... It seemed like the celebration 
you guys knew you had accomplished something special. Yes. How, was that more of a special, that match, a little bit? It was, yeah, it was really hard. We knew it was going to be a hard, tough, a tough game for us. Uh, the only thing worked for us, stay together. Doesn't matter. We get a bad second set, third set, but doesn't matter what. We're always together and help each other. That will make us, our union, mm-hmm. make us win. It's a good union. You could see it. Yeah. Um, I got to talk about you and union with the, with the volleyball. You've been hitting powerfully this year. Yeah. Seems like you've improved maybe your, your jump as well. I see that Walt is setting up the uh, whatever that is to make you jump higher. I mean, has that changed in your game a little? Um, I think jumping, I'm, I'm jumping the same, I okay. guess. From, of course, we have times of season that we jump less, we jump more, and we are more physically prepared. Hmm. But I think we changed was my mentality okay. and my mindset. I'm just working hard and going for everything with everything that I have. So I think that change. I'm I'm more aggressive. I can tell. And I talked to Visoto for uh, the television show today, and he was very proud of you. Um, and I won't ask you to talk about yourself in that way, but I want you to talk about him a little bit. It yes. seems like him being around has maybe helped you. Yeah, since he got here, I think my game improved a lot. It's not because he's from my country. <laughs> of course, he gave me some tips in Portuguese. Don't tell coach. <laughs> but <laughs> he also told me that you were like a 12-year-old or something, and then you saw him. Yes, at... yeah, he played my city okay. uh, like 85 years ago, <laughs> and we have a picture together. And look at us now together. <laughs> well, we never can tell, but he helped a lot improve my game. He he bring that confidence and. Um, the aggressive that he has when he was a player. Yes. All the tips is really helpful. And he is very humble. What was the word you had for that? Uh, what's the Portuguese word for how he is? Um, so humble is like humilde, and I think he he do a good job. Doesn't matter what he already conquered like in his life. He has always pass uh, like foot on the ground. Yep. He never above anyone. And well, I mean, he's always above everyone, yeah. like a seven foot tall, but I know what you mean. <laughs> of course, yeah, that's, that's yeah. He's always look at us now, but yeah, he's always very humble. And, and we wrap up because I know you kind of hinted at it at the beginning that it's not finished yet. Yeah. So uh, knowing what you guys can accomplish if you do the work in Boca Raton, winning the division, do you talk about it or is it just focusing on what you have to do to win? Um, we talk about everything. Um, our goal was to win the championship, like NCAA mm-hmm. first place, but unfortunately it's not possible anymore. But we still have big um, things to accomplish, and it's already a big step for us compared to last year. So we're just, at least for me, I'm just focused next game, next game, what we can do better, and that is going to come. Invitations, gonna come big championships, gonna come things. Yeah. Keep the keep the good things coming. We're really paying attention and congratulations on all the team and individual stuff. Thank you. Of course, thank you. With Busse, before we talk about, you know, the actual stuff that's happening on the court, I love what I just watched before practice. Jolene always has some great messages for you guys, doesn't she? Yes, always like we have a message before the practice. Before every practice we have different um, messages for the practice uh, focus. So it makes us like um, stay in the game, you know, like remember the things that um, brings our like um, strengths. 
And one thing that I've learned is that, you know, a lot of most sports is a little bit mental, too. So you have to have those reminders. When you guys are winning these close matches, is a lot of it mental? I know it's execution, but a lot of it up here, too? It's actually more mental for me. Like, <laughs> last game was, like, so intense. Yes, it was. It's mental. Like, I struggled at all, a lot. I was, like, praying all the points. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, it was, like, 27-27. I'm like, <laughs> please, God, help us. Like, every point, it was so hard. But those reminders help us to gain our confidence and get the points easily. Well, based on that description, might people listening think, well, she doesn't want to be a part of those points. But no, you are a big part of those points. So how has your confidence grown? Because it seems like you, Marie, whoever it is, is pretty confident these days. In those like points, in those games, uh, you just have to be aggressive as you have to be, like, as you can, because, like, in those points, everyone had the confidence to like get the point. Doesn't matter who she is, like who she can do. Uh, you just have to hit hard as you can to get the point. You've been doing that, and you've been doing it on your serve as well. I'm going to talk about the serving. How much do you guys practice it? Because it's gotten better and better. We we practice a lot serving and passing, <laughs> so it's a lot of like um, you have to practice it a lot to make it consistent. Yeah. So you're not even thinking about it, just you've done it so many times kind of thing? Yeah, like I practice a lot, line serve, uh, cross serve, so I know how to like hit. I've seen you move from one side to the next uh, yeah. in between, during, uh, on, on one part of your serve. Uh, what is that a feel thing or is that an opponent um, thing? It's an opponent thing. Like our coach of uh, Soto tells me like to uh, hit this to the cross line line doesn't matter for me like I can do both and, and which coach is usually that and which Visoto. serve do you like it is Visoto I figured and which which serve do you where do you prefer if you had to like so what's your favorite do you like line yeah all right I, I know I like yeah. it um okay so what's the excitement level with the team right now you know what's at stake it seems like you guys are so close yeah we've been like uh playing hard and um getting improving every game so it's a big part of the practices too we've been uh, playing hard in the practices okay so it helps a lot so i hope you win the fau games too and then last thing i gotta ask it's you know especially compared to last year great to see you healthy and smiling and everything how are you feeling because you know long season you can start to get a little tired yeah i had these like um tired feeling <laughs> lately but it's fine i'm back again <laughs> I, i'm killing it i got it Hey, wait until you get old one day, Busey. You're going to be okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And just to explain why I'm less certain that the Bulls will make the postseason NIVC, I didn't realize until I got pointed in the direction of the selection procedures earlier this week that like the WNIT, every conference is pegged for getting a team in the NIVC, all 32 conferences. Well, there's only 40 teams in the field, so if you're not the best team in your league standings that didn't make the NCAA you got to hope for one of those last eight spots, or you got to hope for teams from certain conferences to decline their bids to the NIVC. Remember, you do pay to get into this event, and I happen to know the Bulls would be doing that. So there's probably going to be more than eight spots available, but they will not get the Americans' automatic bid. Wichita is in line for that. So after every conference gets that offered spot, however many teams are left, it comes down to RPI, and the Bulls are right around 100, so they're going to be right on that border, and they would gladly accept a bid to the NIVC. They deserve to be playing in the postseason. But either way, I know one thing. If they beat FAU once this weekend, minimum, they are division champs, 
And that would be phenomenal. Talk to you guys from Tuscaloosa on Thursday and from our Amelie Studios for football on Friday. Friday night lights in Texas. We might be asking for shout outs at the end of the broadcast because it'll be around 2 a.m. Make sure you tune in. And oh yeah, we're back at the Yingling Center on Sunday, but before that, the men are there tonight against Central Michigan. You can hear it live. Pre-game 6.30, tip-off 7 on Bulls Unlimited. Thanks for listening to Bulls Beat. I'm Derek Sharp.